art can be a visual representation of music. A lot of times I could listen to music and do some painting and I just decide, actually, I want to do this now because of how the music sounds. Likewise, I could be doing a painting and then decide, I want to play some music that creates this same feeling. I'd say that they can go hand in hand. Welcome to season six of Spotlight on the Arts, the HSC series. Join us as we chat with high achievers and exemplary HSC arts students who share their process, their creativity, and tips to survive the final year of schooling. Uh, my co-host today is Marianne Boutros. So hi, Marianne. Hey, James. Today, we're going to be joined by Lachlan Curley of Marist College Eastwood. Lachlan's a dedicated and talented visual artist and music student. Welcome, Lachlan. Hi, guys. How are you going? Terrific. So, Lachlan, can you tell us a little bit about why you selected two creative arts, visual arts and music one for the HSC? To be honest, I'd say they're two of my main, like, skill areas. I've been playing guitar since I was 10 or so, and I only just started singing recently. And then art has been sort of running through my family. Like, my dad has done art, so has my older brother. And I just really love it. Like you can do schoolwork whilst also having fun, like activities and using art as my break and music as my breaks and stuff like that from study. Did yeah. you choose um, art and uh, visual art and uh, music in year nine and 10 as well? Yeah. So you went from the elective stage five into elective in stage six. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are two things you feel you've gained as a personal skill from doing these subjects? Definitely through art, I've learnt persistence and patience. You just got to stay calm and, and keep going and try and just change things and because it's constantly evolving as you do the artwork. And in music, it's more like, like I learnt how to have more stage presence and feel more confident, like performing and stuff like that in front of people, that sort of thing. So self-confidence, that sort of stuff has really been good for me. So we were lucky enough to have a look at your artwork just recently and it's, I have to say, a mind-blowing artwork. Can you just tell everyone what your artwork is about, who inspired you and how important you think VAPD was in the process of your art making? Basically, it's about the influence of the subconscious on people's behaviours and who they are. So the name of it is Sensio Ergo Sum, which was a... I changed the quote from discard as I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, which used to be cogito ergo sum, which used to be I think, therefore I am, but I've changed it to I feel, therefore I am, emphasizing how our emotions and how experiences influence who we are more than what we think. And so the center panel is a massive landscape or mindscape of all different symbolism of my own subconscious. So like religious references, sort of pareidolia, which is which is like being able to see faces in things that don't actually have faces, that sort of thing, to demonstrate my subconscious. And then the side panels demonstrate their influence and how through practices like flow state or meditation, by playing the guitar, that's why I'm holding the guitar in the painting, I'm relinquishing its control. Whereas on the left panel, I'm being controlled by it because I don't have strings on my guitar. So it's sort of like a, a bit of symbolism there. So, so it's actually interesting because yeah. your work almost looks like it's influenced by a mix of Dali and Bacon. Yep. 
and yeah. and the work is so vivid and it's so real. And my next question, which is quite interesting that you should say that music's incorporated, was was there a link between the two studies? Um, if there was a link, how are they linked? And do you think there is a direct link between music and art? Oh, I'd say definitely. I'd say art can be a visual representation of music. A lot of times I could listen to music and do some painting and I'd just decide, actually, I want to do this now because of how the music sounds. Likewise, I could be doing a painting and then decide I want to play some music that creates this same feeling. I'd say that they can go hand in hand. Yeah, it's interesting because um, your work looks like it evolved. Yeah. It does look like it evolved. So it's a beautiful piece. Sorry I cut you off. Yeah. Go. But, yeah, I'd say in, in the work of Betrayed How Music has allowed me to feel a sense of control and not letting my subconscious control me. You talked about the idea of developing an idea and, mm. and you've done that in your visual art experience, but have, you've also done that in your musical choices for your repertoire for HSC Land. Do you want to just talk a little bit about one of the pieces that you may have developed from a concept to where it will be a performance piece? One of my pieces was Django Reinhardt's Minor Swing, which is a very, which is like, I think it's like 1930s or 40s gypsy jazz piece. And so what I decided to do was take that and turn it into a more modern hip hop genre with using the pentatonic scale and the harmonic minors and, and having like a strong backbeat to create more engagement and evolve that older style piece whilst taking influence on it. And then also in a lot of my others, I've just mashed different songs together to just create more interest, that sort of thing. You're doing the three performance options for your electives? Yeah, yeah. How did you lock in your repertoire? How did you make those decisions? Did you have a lot of choices or did you just really work on four pieces from the start? I had so many different sort of ideas that I was going through. It was actually quite hard to pick between them. and. Towards the end, like I'd say about maybe a few weeks before submission, I even changed around one of my pieces, John Butler's uh, Mist, which I mashed with Common Ground by Andy McKee. And so I changed the order of that and how I played it to add more distortion to give it like a crescendo towards the end. Um, that, that sort of thing. It's and that's probably good advice to people, young students listening to us now about not locking in too early and the idea of yeah. flexibility, uh, mm. and that would also be there in your own visual arts. How do you balance the time commitments for two very uh, important creative processes? Well, it's both of them, and then it's also studying for other subjects. Oh, right. oh, other subjects. Well, to be honest, with lockdown for me personally, it, it helped me because I didn't have to go into school and have designated periods to do like a bit of art here and a bit of schoolwork here. It was more like I could do all my schoolwork and then have a break and do all my art. And so art and music would be my downtime and my relaxed time. I'd say when you're doing your artwork, when you're picking what you want to do, you have to do something that you like. Like mm -hmm. it can't be something that the teacher's told you oh, you should do this like you you've got to want to do it but, yeah. I mean that's the most amazing advice and it doesn't matter how many times we say that to students they don't really necessarily get it until they're going through it best advice do something you really love because you're gonna yeah. be doing it for ages so just on that little thing that you mentioned art and music was your relaxer and and COVID didn't really 
hinder what you were doing in terms of your creative process. It's interesting that COVID can actually work towards the creative process. So in balancing both subjects, I mean, for some people that may be challenging, which of the two subjects proved more challenging during COVID for you? I definitely say my major work for art was more. I wouldn't say a bit of more than I could chew, but I did just, there was a lot that I decided I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. And my music major works, I'd pretty much, like how we did them in school, is I'd pretty much knocked them off even sort of before lockdown. I was pretty confident in them. Like it was mainly rehearsing and practising a lot, and that was just fun. But with art, since it just constantly changed and um, there was so much to get done, yeah, that was probably a big, yeah, the biggest stress. In your whole creative process, you've always, say specifically in music, you've always engaged yourself outside the classroom. So you've had the curriculum side of it in the classroom, but you've, you know, you've engaged with street performances, with all these other things. How important do you think that is to your own music making, being able to work outside of the classroom? And what does that bring to your performance technique? Yeah, a hundred percent. When I started busking, before I'd done my first busking session, I was so nervous and I was about to actually just like say, actually, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But my whole family sort of came along with me, which was really, really good. And so they supported me and then I did it. And ever since for the past, I don't know, maybe three years or so, I've done about, I've got a logbook. I've done about a hundred busking sessions. It completely has made me so much more confident with all the Casper stuff that I've done with you guys youth ministry band that was so super like beneficial because performing in front of like 5,000 people that sort of thing just builds your confidence so then when you're just doing a recording for school it's sort of like oh yeah I can do this like yeah if you were to go back two years to young Lachlan who's finishing year 10 about to start year 11 to take on this momentous task of music one and visual arts what advice would you give to yourself about to start HSC land Honestly, I'd say I'd say definitely do what brings you happiness and what like we were what we were saying before, do stuff that you'd lo- want to do because then you do better in it. And work hard but don't push yourself too hard, you know, cuz you still have to have a life. Like year 12 is a good fun time. It's not supposed to be really intense and it's supposed to be a balance of work hard, play hard, I'd, I'd say. Yeah. I think that's the best thing I've heard. This balance thing is a, is a really important thing, particularly when you are a high achiever, which you are. <laughs> it is important to not get so weighed down with academics and school and, and just to remember to enjoy it and be in the moment and enjoy the fact that these are the final years of school and your friends and being in the moment. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. So the, the key thing that we were wondering about and we're actually quite interested in is are you going to be pursuing a future in the creative arts and what are your hopes and aspirations going forward well actually in the future I'm I'm looking into doing psychology which is very different but I think there are different opportunities to actually implement music and art in psychology because there's a lot of opportunities for music therapy that sort of thing which is very down the track but that's sort of something that I've been thinking about but I'd definitely be doing music and painting in my spare time, like gigging, stuff like that. Like it'd be, you know, part of my life, definitely still. 
Lachlan, on behalf of the whole of Sydney Catholic Schools and especially the Casper team, thank you so much for joining us today. We really do appreciate it and we can't wish you anything but the best for the future endeavours and adventures that you have ahead of you. No worries. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, James. Thanks, Marianne. Thank you, Lachlan. It's really good. Cool.